Hey everybody, Alex here. Before we start today, I want to remind you that we are doing a Read It and Weep spinoff podcast right now called Pack Your Mics. It's about Top Chef, which is one of our favorite guilty pleasures. And if you have any interest in, in, in Top Chef or reality-based or cooking-based or competition-based television, you should check out Pack Your Mics. Go to packyourmics.com and you can listen to, uh, we have episode recaps and analysis and we talk about Padma's clothes a lot and it's giggly and delightful and Ezra's wife's on it and my wife's on it and Chris's girlfriend's on it and all of us are there and it's a just a big happy Top Chef party. So if you like that show at all, each week we have a new podcast right after the episode comes out. So check that out, packyourmics.com. Now, uh, enjoy this episode about Bone Season, which turned out to be super fun. And we have a new guest, Caitlin, uh, who is a writing partner of mine, and she is super funny. And then this also is going to be an important moment in the history of Read and Weep, because this is the moment we decided to write a book about mummies. Remember that. So right now, enjoy Bone Season. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 213. I got it right this time, as It's 213. We've well now done, done as many episodes as the name of the hip-hop group from Long Beach featuring Snoop Dogg, now Snoop Lion, Warren G, mm. and Nate Dogg, now, of course, Nate Lion. Speaking <laughs> of things, <laughs> with lots of talk and very little fighting, this week we're talking about Bone Season by Samantha Shannon. If you want to feel bad about yourself, she was born in 1991 oh. and got a six-figure deal for this and the other, and two more books out of a seven-book series. Six-figure like, deal, just the first three books. Like, here's the thing. Uh, this is not the worst thing we've ever read. No, it's actually kind of all right. She could probably get better. Yeah. Like, and, like, she's not like an heiress, you know? Like, she, she actually wrote something in order to get that money. Well, the story was that she was working at a book. She was, like, an intern at a book publisher. And she was just, like, reading all these books that weren't getting bought, and the ones that were getting bought, I was like, well, I know the formula now. And then she just executed yeah. it perfectly. So, it's hard not to admire that. Yeah. She's like the Timothy Ferris. Yeah. Of books. <laughs> hey. Rapid book skill acquisition. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make me like it more. <laughs> all right. If you want to read along with us, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go there right now, sign up for a free trial membership. You can get this audiobook or any other one. Maybe like you want something that's called Bone Season and actually has some bone in it. That's up to you. Look for something like that on Audible. You get it for free, and you keep that book even if you cancel your subscription before it charges you anything. And you support our show. What a great deal. It's like three in one. It was like two in one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's a third one in there somewhere. Also, it's a really happy one, though, so we're that one. We're the one. That's It's a one in one, which is an, a hole in one, which is the best golf score. <laughs> If you, okay, <laughs> great. Bone it's a really nice association. <laughs> if you want to force us to read a topic of your choice, it can be anything. Uh, go to readweep.com, click on the green dollar sign, and you can choose a book or a movie or a TV show or uh, a wedding DVD, and then you can sponsor the episode, and we will. you can pick your guests, and you can pick your segments, and we will review it, and we will at least try to enjoy it. Uh, as a legal requirement, we have to say we might actually like it and make fun of you for picking it, but that's the only thing that we can promise. Other than that, we will do the show the best of our abilities. We or, can also promise no refunds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know our motto, no <laughs> refunds. That's, that, that is certainly true. Go to readjustpeople.com and sponsor an episode today. All right. I am your host. I'm Alex Falcone of the Batman movie Falcones. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And we got a really great panel today. First up, he's in San Francisco, California. He's at Ezra Fox on Twitter. Please welcome Ezra Fox. Hello, Alex. I'm a sexy older guy in power. This seems like a good relationship, right? Right? <laughs> Aren't you also undead? Or dead? Yeah. Or <laughs> interdimensional? <laughs> yeah. I, I, feel, I think I'm made of like, I don't know, like Febreze. Roughly. <laughs> I'm nearly all Febreze. We opened a Febreze portal, and you came through. Uh, also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Uh, today in the Seattle Hotel Room Studios, it's Chris Smith. <laughs> Alex, either this was a good book, or I have the brain plague. Wait, it must be brain plague. <laughs> it's not the worst book. 
It's not the worst book. It's not the it's worst. It's not book. the worst, but it's not good. It's not. It's like it's not great. Uh, and also joining us, we have a very special guest today. She's at Conkeltron on Twitter, <laughs> K U N K E L Tron. Boom. Uh, in our Portland studios, it's Caitlin Conkel. Uh, they branded me like some kind of animal, lower than an animal, a number. <laughs> All those numbers are super offended The animals are above them now (laughs) Yeah, they assigned a number to me Like some kind of number (laughs) All these numbers are like Hey, we weren't branded That's just, that's us, that's all of us And it wasn't the the branding that was offensive It was the number itself Right, if they branded her like two diamonds She'd be like, awesome, I'm part of the two diamond ranch Yeah (laughs) But the numbers I'm a number, I'm a human being (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm a free man man. I wish she had done that. I wish she had like driven a Camaro into this situation and then yelled his way out. <laughs> People need to drive more Camaros into the situation. <laughs> That's true. All right. So now, uh, before we talk about this book, uh, Chris, I need you to summarize it for us so we actually understand yes. what's going on. Chris, yes. resident summarizer, very freakish recall in your dulcet tones. Today, I would like you to mm-hmm. summarize in the style of a dreamwalker, meaning you might pass out and break your face midway through. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so you mean that I... I, I'm actually going to try this. I will not inhale during my summer. Because she can't breathe while she's dreamwalking. Connect to your oxygen. It's only... Get a bellhop to breathe for you. Okay, I'm going to try this in one breath. It's going to be a short summary. Great. Bad idea. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now I'm giggling. Before you start, make sure you get all the details right. Otherwise, this book will be super confusing. (laughs) Shut up. Just shut up. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Paige is a clairvoyant gang member in London who kills a spirit cop on the train and runs from the law. She gets captured and taken to a mysterious city called Oxford, which is run by the Refame. The Refame are aliens from another dimension who control the human government. That's right. They're from another dimension. They have ectoplasm for blood, and they have psychic powers. They pick clairvoyant kids to form a penal police squads. And I'm out of breath. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was pretty good. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> to, to hunt a race of beasts from another dimension. And, and that's why they, they have these prisoner soldiers. But Paige is picked to be the Padawan learner of this blood consort guy who's really hot, kind of in a Rochester way. And they have a rebellion. <laughs> and they break, the, they break Oxford. And they, they kill a bunch of people. And uh, that bitch, the blood warden, gets what's coming to her. Why, okay, is, is blood in this way being used to mean royal? Because blood consort yeah. sounds like a disgusting job. Yeah, it sounded like oh, it was incestual. Oh, so does blood warden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the Did, blood yeah. judge. Like, Didn't we already read a book like this? We, all, like, we read a lot of books blood, just like the, but this. But the, the blood <laughs> yeah. jewels, though, right? Like, yeah. Oh. We did. Which one was the one with blood stuff? jewels? The black jewels, daughter of the blood. Yeah. That was one. Yeah. That one was one. That one was all about just cutting men's penises off. Yeah, this one is more about an Irish girl who can dreamwalk, which means that she can like leave her body and attack other people's spirits on the in the spiritual realm. Well, she's and learning then, to do that. She does that a little bit. Yeah, she's she like, does it a little bit, and then she does it more, and then she leads a rebellion against the evil alien government. It's basically like psychic plus. Uh, she does you know, control Jane the Eyre movement of a plus. deer for like a minute and a half, mm-hmm. which and would a be, butterfly. Yeah, and a butterfly. The deer would be yeah. super useful to avoid getting in accidents when you're on a mountain highway at night. Man, can you imagine the butterfly effect from controlling a whole butterfly? <sighs> oh man, <laughs> <laughs> a butterfly with the intelligence of a 19 year old flaps its wings in shield one. <laughs> in shield one. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why it happened. So, Chris, why don't you go through a quick list of all of the kinds of voyant? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. So, there, there are oracles uh-huh. who can read the future. And are mostly there are men nowadays. who yeah. can read the present. There are dreamwalkers who can leave their body. There are uh, people who can control poltergeists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called. Some people um, like, wranglers, I'm pretty sure. Yep, there are tarot card <laughs> readers. There are... Some people who like just like nails and pieces of broken glass. The, that somehow helps them access the ether? Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are just um, poor people, I guess? No, because it's artifacts of dead people, and oh. so they can use that to channel ghosts. Um, Man, I don't have a lot of nails to like leave behind when I die. I'm not sure if they'll ever find me. Uh, yeah. Well, it, wait, is it an important nail in your life, or do you haunt the nail after you're dead? Do you like put your spirit into it uh, when you die? i nail. Yeah. yeah. Just throw a little no, piece I mean, yourself. There are sundry, you know, sort of medium type clairvoyant powers but the idea is that you know 
there are aliens who come and rule the government and they're from this spiritual dimension. And then there are monsters also from the spiritual dimension that they're trying to keep out of Earth. That may or may not be real. Yeah, they may or may not be real. Right? Like, maybe zombies. Might be zombies. Yeah. Might Ooh, what if they were zombies? <laughs> Ghost <laughs> zombies. Or they were kind of like Bigfoots. Yeah, they, yeah, they, never, yeah, they were always like blurry photos, but they allegedly ripped a guy's arm off. Yeah, Allegedly. like a ghost chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we have to get into a compliment, you guys. Uh, we like to start yeah. every show with a compliment. It's called our compliment sandwich, and it's what makes us fair and legitimate criticism as certified by the Fair and Legitimate Criticism Board of North America. So, uh, Caitlin, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening um, compliment. I'll what go you, first. Fire away. What is your compliment? I liked how many made-up words there were. Uh, for a long time, yeah. I actually couldn't even use context clues to understand what was going on. There were so many made-up <laughs> words. So I appreciated that this girl was not afraid to just throw definitions in English language out the window and just start new. Can I thought you, that was nice. Can you give us an example of a made-up word? Um, Claro, all the mancies that they practice. The <laughs> oh, yeah, but like mancer is just like sorcerer of this thing. So if I'm a fire mancer, I'm a, wi- I'm a fire wizard. What's right. a claromancer? That is a clairvoyant a, a, wizard. It's a person who can control or, all clairs. Oh, apparently yeah, that's I'm the only one who say. didn't get the context clues. I, <laughs> well, a, and a romancer is a person uh, who likes fish eggs and can make them do magical that's things. That's true. You're, that's absolutely correct. That How one, about I'm, bromancers then? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, powers over bros? <laughs> Go bros! Go! <laughs> I can heavily impact your drinking at this sporting event. <laughs> Play flip cup now. <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to uh, go, bro. All right. I'm going to have Chris go second. Chris, what's your uh, major compliment? Um, mine is just that um, overall, I thought that it was a pretty interesting uh, description of the various psychic powers that people had. Yeah. Um, so as we mentioned, there are all these different kinds of like iterations of people with powers. And they did seem kind of unique and distinct from one another. Yeah. Or at least, you know, and then you realize it's just kids, like, with their cl- eyes closed, squinting, you know, just being like, I'm trying with my brain. <laughs> but, like, you know. Well, but sometimes they're trying with their brain and a deck of cards. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, my, no, it's... well, so I'm going to actually, can I combo with you? Because my compliment is for the different kinds of mansers, I guess, as well. Uh, specifically that one of the great bad guys has a pamphlet that describes all, the, like, for the mm-hmm. first time ever in print, all of the different kinds of voyants to keep them straight. Yes. And I think yes. that's super awesome. Like, I have always wanted to know, I would love to have that spelled out. It would have been great in the book, in fact, if there was just a really quick, <laughs> easy to find section of... All of the different. There was that quick answers. aside though that they found the uh, the angels, the refs found that pamphlet kind of racist to rank them right? all. Yeah, <laughs> there the, there are better <laughs> voyants than other voyants. Well, yeah, except Paige is like the best kind. Yeah. She's like the dreamwalker kind. That's like the kind where you can actually possess people and like be a weapon. Yeah, and that's like and the that's top, why that's the top yeah. one. And then there's like the middle ones which are like decks of cards and other things. And then there's the low ones which are like. Your leg twitches when it's going to rain. And <laughs> yeah, you pick up the it phone like before, like uh-huh. you pick up the phone before it even rings. You know, you know. the song's going to be on the radio next. Yeah, you totally can predict the next. Dude, song on the radio. that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a useful one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I think it would be illegal under RIA laws, but you're not supposed to know what's coming next, <laughs> otherwise they charge more. Right, right, right. That like was a really Pandora. nerdy licensing reference, but it's true though. Got to be a lot of other small, like very low-level voyants who are sitting around in the world. Just being able to just predict little things and yeah, well, or like, I mean, what if you're like a bad voyant and you always go to school dressed in the same outfit as your friend? Oh, um, <laughs> you have like a negative voyancy. <laughs> you're just like you're 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 attuned to their clothing, and every day is twin day. You have one of those snapshots that Nick can send out, and you're like, that looks great. I'm gonna wear that too. <laughs> oh, right, the brain. Yeah. Uh, you didn't mention the brain snapshot guy, the guy who could oh, just yeah, put yeah, a yeah. Polaroid in your frontal cortex and then take it out. That was a pretty cool power. Yeah. Like, you're thinking about a clock right now, and then whew, it's gone. It doesn't seem that useful unless you want people to know what time you're going to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's also text. This is like a world without texts, I guess. Yeah. You, yeah, you, it's, that's MMS. Straight to the brain. Mm, mind uh, media uh, messaging. Yeah, mind media system. messaging. All right, Ezra, what's your major compliment? Um, so I'm going to have to compliment... I mean, I guess this is, you know, just <laughs> hope for the future. It's a hope for the future. Because, like, if you realize huh. this, uh, you know, this author read a whole lot of, like, crappy books mm-hmm. and realized, like, huh, I could probably do this. Um, and I don't know if you realize this, guys, but we've been doing this for four years. Oh, does that yeah. mean we have to write a, a bad we romance have to, novel? We have, to write, 
we have to get rich off of this. Wait, now. wait, is it time for mummies? <laughs> oh, wait, yes. it's time for mummies. <laughs> it's time for my romance novel for where a young mummies girl versus meets a mummy. evil mermaids oh. and centaurs. <laughs> we Can, covered everything else pretty much in the world. Can that just be like the title of the book? It's time for mummies. <laughs> That would be a really intense YA sex scene, having to take all the bandages off. It could go on oh, forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he's, maybe he's embarrassed about his like upper body. His he decomposing he's chest. His, yeah, yeah. His decomposing chest, so he, he leaves his bandages on. What a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually Leave great. The bandages sir. on. <laughs> bandages on, lights off. Yeah. <laughs> so excited for this book. Oh, you just need a bland but vaguely exceptional girl. Yeah, she's like and she's genetically exceptional, she's but has somehow skilled in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> yes, but clumsy. Uh, yeah, actually, I was happy with this one. Whereas that this this time she actually could do something before yeah. before the training. No, definitely. Right? Usually, definitely. The other books like she can't do shit before the training. Yeah, this yeah. is one of our most like one of our most actually heroic heroes in a young adult. Romance yeah, thing. she yeah. could punch people. She got stabbed sometimes. Like she got shot. She got, like, st- yeah. she got stabbed and shot and hit and. <laughs> she took a lot of abuse grand. and, uh, but yeah. also was like pretty good at parkour. Apparently, going into things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some natural parkour. parkour. Uh, and you know, also had like she had the ability to dream walk, but chose not to for moral reasons, which I admire. I mean, that's mm. a little bit more of the. Um, if you have one power, use that stupid power, dummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you use your superpower, dummy. Yeah. I liked her bad attitude, too. I like that she was constantly <laughs> she was... refusing and saying no and being a jerk to everyone. I like that. By default, <laughs> anytime someone asks for something, the answer is no. <laughs> but then sometimes Never... she'd think about it yeah. and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll let you get into my brain and watch that weird sex memory. That's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She so she could be reasonable when she wanted to, well, with enough pancakes, with enough pancakes. In it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta Which butter is her. Also, up how my bargaining works as well. What if your sex memory was about you doing it with some pancakes? <laughs> it was like you give me pancakes. I was like, great, I'll be right back. And then like you give me the memory, and it's just like me having sex with the pancakes like ten seconds ago. <laughs> or it was like the memory was like anytime someone's given me a pancake before, I've tried to have sex with them, and then the per- he's like watching the memory, and then he has to zoom out. He's like, no, 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 not now, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our anchor segment. We're going to practice a little bit of hatomancy now. Mm. Uh, so we'll just use our hate powers to uh, make contact with the ether. So we're going to access the spiritual world, and then we're going to hate it. So that's what you're, all you got to do in any order. What's something that you did not, you did not much care for about uh, about Bone Season? Besides, obviously, that it sounds like it's a porn, and it's not. Oh, it's not a porn at all. No. <laughs> Although you know, she's just so sexually unaware. We were t- mentioning this earlier. She has a friend. Who's her like best friend for nine years, and she has a crush on him, mm-hmm. and it turns out he's gay. Mm-hmm. How do you have a friend for nine years who's gay openly, and she just didn't realize? Well, Nick seemed a little surprised too that he was gay for Zeke. Well, <laughs> nah, that's just know. bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> he'd been crushing on Zeke for a while. He said. had been, yeah. He did seem like he'd been crushing for a while, but he uh, he only bothered to mention it to her nine years in that relationship. So this, there's some onus on him. I don't know. Oh. Also, with the thing with Zeke, he's like, okay, I'm gay for Zeke, but I'm only going to do anything about it uh, when he's getting tortured. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was a little disturbed like, by that, that the torture brought out he, his feelings for him. <laughs> he kind of he yeah. waited. He was like, hey, uh, I'm only going to take maybe 10, 12 more hours of you torturing this guy I'm crushing on before I you know, <laughs> leave. <laughs> yeah, these are, uh, by the way, Paige's criminal friends from her world mm-hmm. before she got kidnapped right, by right. aliens. But by the way... <laughs> Uh, maybe my biggest hate. Why does she start making out with that alien? Mm. I don't think this is a good business policy at the end for her. I, I'm not usually. She against... gets some Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, and she starts I agree. Making out with the blood consort, and yeah. it is weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's like, well, you know, this is the classic like a, a romance with magical things. It's like you're confused because he's a sexy human body. And you forget that he's just all yeah. e- e- ethereal. Like, yeah. Yeah. At one point, he had, he had by him fed off her blood from her wrist yes. for a while. So yeah. that was disturbing to me that then she was making out with him several hundred yeah, like, pages later. He might still taste like your wrist. Exactly. <laughs> you, don't want to do you, that. Taste, you taste kind of familiar, but also more like Febreze. <laughs> you taste like you smell pretty nice. And it seems like Nashira was watching them make out for quite a while before she said Oh, anything. yeah. She was watching them make out the whole time. And she's yeah. the bitchy, evil she's person. Like, that was, just jacking it. That was, 
I was going to say Shakespearean, but jacking it is not Shakespearean. So. <laughs> Isn't it, though? So. To be or to jack it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the blood consort is engaged to this woman he hates, who's the blood sovereign. So at least they, yes. you know, they both have the first name Blood. So obviously there's something in common. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. that and Breakfast at Tiffany's. And then they... Uh, <laughs> so they're going to get married. That's the one thing we got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good movie. But he, but he hates her. And so he makes out with a different species to get even with her while she's watching from the shadows. I think that's more about you than about your girlfriend. That you're making yeah. out with something that's not the same species. <laughs> yeah, right. He just went, in, went ahead and like hired like a... Got like a, a trophy girlfriend that's like you know one tenth of his age and is actually and made out of trophy that's, that's what it would true, be like because he's 200 years old and she's 19 he is yeah that's... And, we, and made out of a food source this is again the ham sandwich situation right? <laughs> this is so twilight he, he fed off of her blood but also her aura yeah yeah he, he eats everything. he's got a 19 year old ham sandwich and he wants to fuck it and it was all up in he, her memories. There was that uh, weird bit where he talked about how, of course, she couldn't have sex with a human being that was like oil and water. Yeah, but they can kiss. But the two of them could kiss. Oil yeah. and water can kiss, yeah. right? Well, you can make an emulsion also if you like oh. infuse the oil. So, right? <laughs> yeah, if you sprinkle some salt in there and whip it up real fast. <laughs> yeah. That's Which, maybe she just needed like a sex toy or something need, to be able to enjoy this encounter would, with this man in the club. They would turn the two of them into mayonnaise. That's mm-hmm. all. That's what you need. Yeah. Just we decoded it. We decoded that scene, everyone. Yeah, pretty gross, guys. It's a metaphor for sandwiches. Oh, really. Uh, something that I hate is that all of these books seem to be obsessed with eye colors that don't exist, really. Like, everybody in every young adult like romance green. is all about... It's gray. There, oh, there's gray eyes. There's black eyes. This one had a lot of yellow and red eyes. Mm-hmm. Like that, You would notice that. If someone had, like, yellow eyes, that would be, like, jaundice or something, right? Like, not in a hot way. Yeah, it's like stage three syphilis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super disease looking. Some and of them have keyholes in their eyes. Yeah. Whoa. And they that have to wear, Nick cool. wears like a little contact lens to cover up his keyhole. Oh. That sounds like a key, like it would be a cool Halloween contact lens that made your eyes look like keyholes. <laughs> Write it be, down. Well, it was like, yeah. Yeah. That's a $10 idea, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> writing. Writing. Uh, so speaking of colors, yeah. there's this weird shirt system at jail summer <laughs> yes. in Oxford, yes. right? I don't know why you say weird. It's super helpful to tell the freshmen apart. No, no, no. Well, kind of, but think <laughs> but about red it. red so shirts when, are when you're the new. freshmen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no. No, when, no, when you're new, when you're new, you, you have a white shirt. And then you got to get up two levels to get to the part where you're like fighting monsters and stuff. Yeah. So up one level is pink. Uh-huh. Half pink, half red, I mean, half red, half white. And then you get your red shirt. But if you ever show cowardice, you get a yellow shirt because cowards are yellow. Right, yeah. They're yellow. You get a yellow shirt. Yeah. And the whole system is designed to just fracture the group and, and do that whole thing. But I just thought it was so hackneyed. I mean, like, pick more distinct colors. Like, red, green, opposites. Like, how on the battlefield are you going to tell pink from red so, or pink from white? Wait, so green means go in this story? Yeah, green, what, what, what would it be? Green means fight. Oh, Green means get, fight? No, but red means no, fight a bull. Yeah. yeah. Oh, red means a bull fights you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, just just something a little different. Why not, like, I don't know, why not, like, one of them's wearing paisley, and the other one is, like... Uh, stripes. Yeah, stripes. Yeah. Vertical referee stripes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got up to paisley rank? I what mean, did you do for that? <laughs> well, if Smoked you're a prisoner a and you had referee stripes, that would be pretty appropriate looking. Right? Oh, that's true. But if you had a whistle also? I wish they were <laughs> wearing jumpsuits instead of just Wait, tunics. do you guys think that, like, it happens where, like, referees, like, travel back in time and then accidentally end up in, like, penal colonies? Because of their garb. Do I think yes. that happens? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they travel on the Red yes, Sea right. to a penal yes, colony in Australia. They. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're. Tra- I mean, the problem with traveling back in time, right, is that mm-hmm. you're also traveling in space at the same time, uh, mm. right? So presumably they so- solved that problem, and so they travel back in time to not a penal colony. Just a guess. I mean, well, what if like you, you just get answers. sent by a rival referee? <laughs> just- Okay, oh, what if a, what if, yeah, a rival referee, referee sends the you back? The time machine does not have space for a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, here, rival referee, stand in this uh, little box that I've made for you. And he's like, How okay. are these referees taking their rivalry to such an extreme? <laughs> what, what is Only causing one of their them rivalry? Is. What, refs are on the same team. 
No, 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 no. That's what you think. But there's actually an intricate ranking system for refs. They're all on the side of justice. Are we talking about ref no. referees or refs aliens? Oh, not the ref. Oh, ref I am. That's no, a different no, no, no. No, definitely yeah. referees. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely uh, not the ref in the book officiants. we all read. No. De- one of the refs be could be a ref from the... You know, one could be an alien ref. Ref. Oh. He's that's trying one to of keep the, the ref-ref doing... out. <laughs> <laughs> the ref-ref-ref. That's the great thing about doing an audiobook is that it's R-E-P-H and R-E-F are, are the same. And so yeah. you could definitely... You could definitely think yeah. this is all a book about NFL referees holding witches prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Claro Mancy on the defense, 10 yard penalty. <laughs> yep. We're going to repeat first breakfast. Well, you could play fantasy teams so and fit right in. You could. Oh, I would like to fantasy team these guys, except there's only one real character. It's like yeah. on my team, I'm taking the main clairvoyant lady, the Dreamwalker, and also Liss the acrobat. That's all I've got. I don't know anybody no, I'll, else. I'll, ta- Ooh, I'll, I'll take, take the guy Jackson. with no powers who dies. Yeah. I'll take Jackson, the brutal guy with the cane who was your boss for a while. Right, but who's not actually getting to play in any of these games until the very end. No. No, no. Yeah, and you could take Zeke. Yeah, I, mean, I want the unreadable. Was he the who was unreadable? Zeke's unreadable. Yeah, yeah Zeke. His, the, Zeke. Oh, that, the kid uh, that they just Nicholas broke his neck in for. five minutes. No, he was the one that Nixon love with. His oh, dreamscape had right, collapsed right, right, right. at some point, and this seems to be desirable. A mentally ill, damaged person <laughs> is like one of the highest yeah. clairvoyance. Well, that's that's another yeah. classic Twilight throwback. Is like you can't read you can't read her brain because she has no brain, and everyone's like, that's the hottest thing that a human could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the other thing, you know, is Michael, who just is a normal guy, who just is kind of the the butler. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good waiter. Yeah, he's a pretty good waiter. And like, you know, yeah. like you need you need something. Michael's got it. You need a computer. Michael's got it. You need something else. You need someone like to Michael. drug hundreds of people. Yeah, <laughs> are watching yeah. you at all times. Michael can do it. Yeah, he's just aces at it. <laughs> <laughs> Waiters are good at math. Like if you wanted to drug people in large groups, he's the one to yeah. go to. Did Michael set that bomb too? Who set that bomb at the end? Oh, the stage I think it was bomb, Ron Michael. Michael. He must. Yeah, have. Michael, Michael was did. awesome. Michael delivered. We don't know where he got it, how yeah. he put it there, but I believe that Michael did that. that he must be. All right, you're In right. In the movie version, I'd love it to be Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb transporter. I just and this moved is it Michael. Over there. He's nothing special, and he's like, right. <laughs> he starts kicking people. Oh man. Awesome. Uh, uh, let's. Actually, if you go to the Facebook page for uh, for this book, it's all people playing the fantasy movie game. That's all they do mm. on that Facebook page is decide who they want in this movie. It's mostly the What's guy the from, consensus? The guy from Sherlock. They just want him as every character. Uh, Wait, yeah. the Batch? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Batch. Yeah. Okay, they oh, don't so want Martin Freeman bitches? to be everything. Yeah, the cover bitches yeah. want him everywhere. They're strong. They're powerful. More powerful than refs, I think. It's a strong... <laughs> also mostly made out of Febreze. It's odd. It's very strong. <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, we can help you kick some ass. Meanwhile, in a climactic battle between Voyance and the Refame. They're closing in. We're going to die if we don't use our clairvoyant powers. Liz, stop that guy throwing knives at us by using your cardomancery. Okay, bad guy. I'm going to spread these tarot cards out, and I need you to pick just one. <laughs> Ow, I'm hit. Okay, I think you were pointing at this one. It's the Seven of Cups. Very interesting. Now pick another one. (laughs) Oh god, I'm dying. But I've bled on this card and it's the Four of Swords. You have eleven. Do you want to double down? (coughs) Liz, no! Nadine, your palm reading might be able to save us. (laughs) Ah, you punched me. But I think I could see from your fist that your line of logic is very long. Do you sometimes overthink things? <laughs> your girdle of Venus sometimes suggests you get angry when things don't go your way. <laughs> Why aren't our voyant powers helping us more in this battle? We should be beating these guys. We're super duper voyant. Back up, everybody. Let the medium handle this. Thank God. You're here, Jax. I need everybody to sit around this table and hold hands. What's that? Where did that knocking sound come from? It couldn't be me because you're holding my hands. Whoa, spooky! I'm being so totally clairvoyant right now! Ugh, I've been shot! But that knocking sound sure did prove that spirits are here, right guys? It couldn't possibly be my knee. Great voyanting, Jax. That'll get him for sure. Ugh. Oh no! Everybody's dead but me! How could this possibly happen to people who are voyanting so hard? 
Jesus, you idiot, this is a battle. Clairvoyance has nothing whatsoever to do with fighting. But it's a dystopian future, so, you know, we're super voyanty. That should do it, right? Who gives a shit? You still need to fight by fighting, not by contacting spirits or reading futures. Okay, fine. But the truth is, I'm too poor to learn to fight for real. Oh, well, why didn't you just say so? You should have just gone to read-weep.com slash Amazon to buy all your training gear. It's a great deal, and there's free shipping on anything over $25. Like, here, look at this. Wow, I could get Everlast Pro-Style Boxing Gloves for only $24. Or this Bud K exclusive Secret Agent Tactical Ninja Sword for only $20. Or this CD, The Best of Poison. <laughs> Those would all be totally more deadly than your actual skills. Like, And also, when you buy from read-weep.com slash Amazon, a portion of your proceeds go to support your favorite podcast, Read It and Weep. I go to that address for all my Amazon purchases. That's great. Thanks, demon. No problem. Now I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon every time you buy something to help you in a battle, and a portion of the purchases go to read it and weep. (coughs) I'm not quite dead. I just passed out on this eight of pentacles. You have 19. Dealer has 20. Sorry, you lose. Get a ninja sword for $20. Seriously. I, you, should, you should definitely look up the Bud K exclusive secret agent tactical ninja sword. It is 20 bucks and it's terrifying. <laughs> so I can't believe there's so much just terrifying shit on Amazon. Yeah, I thought it was just books and stuff. My soul is strung out of love. Fuck the potters up. Fell in the days like a colada snuff. Niggas tried to body me. All right, uh, so for our next thing, I want to play uh, one of one of my favorite games, which is Yours is Not a Very Good. Uh, today, I want to play Yours is Not a Very Good Dystopia. And I know it's not supposed to be a good future, but this is like bad for dystopia. Uh, so if you have anything that you want to talk about, about why, how, like why you think the future ended up this way, or whether that's a good or a bad future. So this is the year 2059, and... Uh, Bone like, season twenty. Bone season twenty. Bone season twenty. Oh, it's called bone season because yeah. only every ten years do they like harvest humans to be part of their like you know monster brigade. And I think we can all kind of agree, uh, bone season kind of jumped the shark at like season eighteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there's nothing that has twenty seasons in it. I don't think. I'm even the best. Hunters I mean, has done seventy six no. seasons. What? Yeah, it's true. What? <laughs> House Hunters on HGTV has done seventy six seasons. But uh, why? How do they define that? People still need houses. I guess they do. What's different from like? Could you tell me like what's changed from like season forty? Uh, they make smoother editing choices. Oh, uh, now good. they don't show people hanging up their coats. They cut that part out. <laughs> so it's gotten a lot more. <laughs> How many of the seventy-six seasons have you watched? You know, um, <laughs> since I've never bought a house, I like to prepare by watching uh, seventy-six seasons of people I'll never meet by houses. How many episodes are in a season? Is it just like it every British episode? Season, we call I'm not five? sure. I think it just runs back to back and has for seventy-six years or so. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> predates TV. <laughs> what was really terrifying was in uh, in House Hunters season eighteen when the houses rose up and murdered everybody. <laughs> Pretty much sore that up though by uh, season twenty. Yeah, by then it was all all smooth sailing. <laughs> Although they're overdue for another rebellion. Here's one of the things that I hate about this dystopian future. One thing I think is not so good about this dystopian future is that America is not participating. So England is just a cesspit with slavery and magical powers. And what is America's yes. just like? Self-driving yeah, they cars? at one point that we're not really into it and that we don't want to make any laws about it. We sound pretty cool. Like, it's, we might just have, like, an X-Men, like, school for clair- clairvoyance. And yeah, right. Yeah. Get this whole yeah. like, talk to people. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys just uh, go do your powers and we're just going to have Google cars and, and not work, be a cesspit like England. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just like la- lazy uh, clairvoyance. <laughs> lazy brain. <laughs> lazy brain. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, this also just sounds like a British author being mad at America over maybe World Wars One and Two. Of just we are a, a little bit late to the party. Yeah, yeah. we're a little late. Like to Children the party. of Men kind of says that we haven't done anything. We're a, a, I don't remember exactly what America's doing in Children of Men the movie, but we're not doing anything good. Well, oh, so is yeah. that your assumption then that America here is like also shithole or? Because if it's just, no, just if it's just, just you know forty years in the future and everything's fine, well, I'm an American, so I assume that we're doing great. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, 
I'm a slightly more realistic American, so I'm assuming we're like, like furloughed. Yeah, <laughs> so we've been like furloughed for the last forty years. But China's doing awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's the question. What's China up to these days? Have they found a way to send all their pollution to to somewhere else, like to England? Yeah, they're sending it through the ether. They are. <laughs> oh, we're, what if that's like we actually access the ether and we're just using it to dump our garbage? <laughs> That, would be that does like, sound like something have, America would do. Like us. We're mostly Febreze, so this doesn't smell bad, but it's still not cool, guys. <laughs> why? I haven't even bothered to ask, why did you think they were made out of Febreze? It's the only, like, kind of gaseous thing I could think of. <laughs> it's, a, it's a liquid it's mist. A spray. It's not yeah. even a gas. <laughs> all, the, all the ref I am are just misted out onto things. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, her love interest, the alien, uh-huh. the bag is, of Febreze, uh, is left at the train, and he's like, no, I won't go on the train with you. I need to fight this on my own. If everything goes well, you'll never see me again. If things go bad, you will. Right. <laughs> and like, of course things are going to go bad. <laughs> Book two. Everything seems to be fine. I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait. Think, things are bad. I'm pretty horny right now. <laughs> Went to America. Seems nice. <laughs> Wouldn't want to live there. But all those flying cars and not keeping prisoners, it was kind of nice. It was all right, you know. Can you imagine? All right, this is, this is legit. Can you guys imagine, like... The level of fast food we'll have in 40 years. Like, I think that is kind of groundbreaking. It'd be pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, do you think our meat will all be made in those, uh, in, in Petri dishes like they did with that yeah, five-hour tube meat. Yes. I Wait, think did you say oh, tube man, meat, Ezra? Because that's a different thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure I always get some tube meat whenever I go to McDonald's. <laughs> huh. Still edible. Extra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, the, food, the food's always free for some reason also. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fast food will be very fast. I mean, also fast food for like drive-through for flying cars. That's going to be crazy, mm. right? The oh yeah, and we'll finally get that hoverboard we've been wanting. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to have the hoverboards. Although yeah. we'll also have hover helmets, so they they don't like you don't crack your skull, but you still look cool, and your your friends don't hate you. Oh, and it doesn't mess up your hair because it's hovering. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or just have implants, right? Like just have like everyone gets a steel plate in their head. Ooh, sounds like you want to write a utopian novel, not a dystopian novel. How come no one does that? How come no one writes a book where everything is fine? Yeah, they're invisible helmets. Nobody gets traumatic head injuries anymore. Everything's Guys, going great. All right, it's it, really mostly it, just about how much fun food will be in forty years. That's our book. Yeah. In, in our in our sequel to um, uh, now there are mummies. Um, yeah, we can just, it, they, they, it's it's time for mummies. It's time for mummies. Right. In our sequel for it's time for money mummies. I think the second uh, book is going to be called Mummy Love. So just Mummy Love. Yeah. That yeah, sounds like an incest novel, like an Oedipus type. Oh, it does. Mummy Love. Uh, yeah. Oh, mummy I guess dearest. we could be like just. Yeah. What if it was Can't Mummy Love? That that would be fun. <laughs> can't, uh, <laughs> can't love you, Mummy Love? Question mark. <laughs> Wait, could it be Mummy Can't Buy Me Love? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Can't can't it was to the to the tune of Can't Buy Me Love. Can't mummy yeah. love mm-hmm. like that. It would be the title. You would be singing. Hey, everybody the has their doubts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's what's happening in Can't Mummy Love? As oh, so that so in, so in Can't Mummy Love, uh, they go to the future. They get some like some some rival referees send them to the future, <laughs> and um, it just everything's great. They just get a lot of tube meat, and everyone's happy. Yeah. Or maybe the difference between our utopian novel and our dystopian novel is just sarcasm. We're just like, welcome to the future. Yeah, everything's great. Tube meat is delicious. I eat it every day. Just the food is super fast. I love our overlords. Unreliable narrator is just sarcastic about everything. He's reliable. He's just kind of a dick. Dick narrator. Uh, I I mean I have the same problem with this dystopia that I do with a lot of the dystopias we've read, which is like, I just don't like uh, you, you, they do no nothing to explain why the super infinitely powerful government that has all of the resources in the world and include also the spirit world doesn't just solve poverty, so we'll stop rebelling because if we're fat and happy we don't rebel, right. but if you make us poor and hungry we like stab you, then there are the <laughs> troubles every two seasons. well i think it just depends what the election cycle is like um you know for this government if it's like hey if the election cycle is like only like five years then it's like well someone else is gonna get stabbed so that's fine oh right because the 10-year stabbings yeah Mm -hmm. yeah right (laughs) kick that problem down the line right yeah the bi-decadial stabbings Mm -hmm. not super Plus, government's really hard to do well like 
Especially maybe, when there's zombies out somewhere in the woods slash ether that could maybe come into the city and destroy everyone, if yeah. not for mm-hmm. this light post or whatever Sheol is. Right. Also, yeah, like, why aren't there more walls in the future? Like, couldn't you, like, solve that problem of them with, like, razor wire or something? I, yeah, I didn't this issue kind of come up in, like, ancient China? Just right. build a wall? <laughs> didn't we solve... Weren't they keeping <laughs> all of guys- the, the zombie ghosts out of uh, Mongolia? Yeah, all of the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked super well. Have That's guys- why it's a super thick wall, because ghosts get lost inside the wall, even if they can penetrate it. They're like, where, yeah. where Have am you I? guys considered a wall? It really worked pretty well for a lot of things that we don't want to be inside our house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- there's so many things that they could have done. I also just hate. I, I just I hate think we need to start a consulting business for young adult authors. <laughs> that is or the for, yeah. or for dysto- books. Wait, wait, or for dystopian government. Def- uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> also for mummies trying to find love in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> What's the right place for a mummy? Love Other situation? mummies, I would say, but humans oh, really? is the wrong place. Oh, struck out again. I'll just go back to my sarcophagus alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 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 all right. We open on a mummy like sadly watching the E Harmony commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They look so fleshy and in love. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, this will be. <laughs> and it's like, not for mummy. <laughs> Can't mummy Maybe this love. time there's hope for my rotting bones. <laughs> I picture him as like one of the evil mummies, not just rotting bones. Like he's also animated and he like walks around and kills people, right? Like that's. Oh, oh. Oh, like sure. From the there, mummy. there are curses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are curses. <laughs> I, can we also consult and suggest flying space trains and free milkshakes and cable? That's all I want. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Free milkshakes just not- normal non-premium cable. <laughs> well, that's why. No, like if you like uh, in uh, uh, in the the robot Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Don't shake your head at me. Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally. In Wally, like Wally. I, Wally is the dystopia where it's like we just made everybody fat and happy, and so that, like nobody in those flying chairs and with the free milkshakes is rebelling in Wally. That's the beautiful thing Here's about the Wally. Thing, Alex, though, like milkshakes don't grow on trees unless we engineer them to. So we should get on that. Yeah, we we have 46 years before yeah. this uh, this time comes to. I pass. don't even know where I start though with that situation. <laughs> you start with the cup. Like, well, because we're not sure exactly how to like make a perfect milkshake now with like milkshake materials. Like, yeah, there's yeah, still some variations. Could, I'm not a scientist. Could, Leave me out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Let scientists solve this. Here's what happens, right? You like you fund someone with a lot of money, uh-huh. and then we get Terminators. Like that was okay. origi- Skynet was originally to get tree milkshake machines. Oh, would the Terminators give out milkshakes? <laughs> Yes. Yes, they would. Yeah. They'll see? be back. I think we need to have Milkshake straws. Awareness Month so we can raise a lot of money for milkshake funding. I think that's what, yeah. the only way is to have a, yeah. some sort of Everybody medicine, wears strawberries. And the NFL should dress like milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All the NFL players wear like little strawberry socks. Like, oh, it's, it's little straws on top of their helmets. <laughs> oh, that would be super cute. <laughs> All right, well, we got to do the other half of our compliment sandwich. So now, uh, for the okay. second compliment, we're going to go in reverse order, which means, Ezra, you're up first. What's your minor compliment? The last nice thing you'll ever say about Bone Season until Bone Season 2. Um, <laughs> the boning. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. Um, okay. So, Andy Serkis of, uh, of Gollum fame, his yes. uh, production company... Uh, totally got the rights to Bone Season, so we might have Gollum as all the parts. <laughs> that seems like the only reasonable conclusion. Gollum from that. as Warden would make me get on board with that makeout scene. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would watch. I would touch me with your bare hand, Gollum. <laughs> but he, is he like a hulky, sexy Gollum, or is he just Gollumy Gollum? Just Gollum. <laughs> just Gollum. All right. I'll, He's three feet tall, I'll, and he loves fish. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, my my minor compliment for this uh, is that this book taught me that I'm not a freak just because I have some magical powers. You know, like I'm not sighted per se, but uh, sometimes I do get the feeling that something is bad, like somebody's watching me, and uh, like I, I like to know that although I am going to be sent to forever death prison. I like to know that that's uh, that it's not because I'm actually unnatural. It's like I just haven't found my people yet. You have a beautiful aura. I thank you. It's nice. It's like yeah. reddish. Uh, I'm feeding. No, it. that's a t-shirt. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <a t-shirt. laughs> 
stop feeding on my aura. I, I, you know, I just think that there. I just glad to know there's a world for people like me who like always manage to call right after you finish dinner and not during dinner. You know, I think it's nice that we have a place where we can hang out. Oh man, right. Here's the thing, right? If you have clairvoyance, why can't you just like hire them as telemarketers instead of like you know like like hunting them like dogs in the street? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. They could call yeah. you right when you're feeling like, oh, if only I had more newspaper subscriptions, and then bam, you get a phone call. They make really good waiters too. They know exactly what you want to eat. <sighs> My mm-hmm. coffee would always be the right amount of refilled. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, oh, my water would never be empty. Yes, never, never empty water. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is starting to sound like a utopian fiction again. One it, day, it's just, one day. It's just that wonderful utopian future where all our waiters know when we need water and this chick is making out with Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bright future. Chris? I'm so confused. <laughs> Chris, what's your uh, what's your compliment? Uh, my compliment was actually for the opening of this book. Mm. Um, I you know we we mentioned before, and this is a serious compliment. The, the page is much more capable than a lot of yeah, uh, her definitely. counterparts oh, in yeah. other YA books. Huge props, and for we that. see that we see her her psychic powers. Uh, we get to see this awesome opening train scene where she's like afraid of the government, and there's a good job of establishing that the government is something to be afraid of. And then she does some parkour, and, and her uh, dad's a scientist. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. her dad's a scientist. Uh, it just, you know, I thought it was good world establishment there. Yeah. The rest of it, where people were made of, or named after numbers and had weird powers, like I got very confused about who mm-hmm. was who. Well, but at super least in the opening, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, this isn't just in a world apart from the other young adult books we've read. I mean, this is not. It's not. Not. It's not into the great world, but it's definitely in the yeah. like. It's not hungry. It's a better world. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I have I actually have more serious problems with Hunger Games than I do with this. Like Hunger Games is is just more fun to read, but it's got some dumber. It's better written by a lot. Yeah, yeah but it's I got like, it's got some dumber structural problems and like conceptual problems. Mm-hmm. This is mostly just like convoluted. Yeah, like but there's one goal in Hunger Games, like not to win Hunger Games. At the end of this book, I felt like it was like conflict soup. Like it everybody was, yeah. was chasing them into the meadow. Everybody wanted yeah. to kill them, and it seemed like can we just have one? Can it just be refs? <laughs> yeah, and 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 then yeah. and then fortunately it all works out because the and train. Are driven by robots. Yep. So. <laughs> oh, we're just on the train. Oh, thank God. Did you compliment yet? You didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. You agreed with the compliment. But you mm-hmm. have a compliment. What is your minor compliment? Caitlin? I thought Paige's dad seemed like a really stand-up guy. He had a good job mm. as a scientist. Yeah. He really loved yep. her. Like some, he's a widower, like a hot widower. He needs to be snapped up. <laughs> and I don't he's, really understand. He's why. an I- Irish accent. He's an Irish accent. Yeah, great job. I bet he's the one. Uh, I think the plot twist coming is he's the one that's invented the technology to see the auras all the time. Oh, the aura pills. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a scene where he looks at his daughter and is like, oh, no. How did you're he, what okay, I hate. I think, no. He's got to know, right? How I don't is, think he knows. He's a scientist. I mean, Has, surely he's, like, curious like, about why his daughter talked to like, the dead. Her friend was gay. She didn't know her friend was gay. So, like, I mean, like, maybe there's just, like, a really lack of awareness Run- passed down through the line. <laughs> <laughs> Not paying attention to your friend's emotional needs runs in the family. Yeah, speaking of no context clues. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, I think it is great. I like that he's like you know he's powerful but not evil. He's mm-hmm. just like he's just doing doing research and being nice to her and supporting her. He's and concerned that she works in a really bad oxygen bar. He she works in a shitty side of town and like comes home and has horrible pounding headaches and bleeds from her eyes every time he sees her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you should see some connection there, but like, at least he's concerned about he just her. Has too many yeah. questions. Like he like gives her her space, yeah. but he cares about her. She has her own room. Yeah. I, he seems like yeah. a nice guy. I hope he does come. He's into definitely play the Char- Charlie of the book. Yes. Yeah. yeah let's book. definitely let's let's have a crossover thing where we just have the new like in our in our dystopian in, in our utopian future <laughs> we have a TV show called Dads. Uh, oh, but it's Charlie. good. It's, it's, it's Charlie. Comedy that's good. It's this guy, yeah, Irish dad. We just have all the good dads. <laughs> good dads from bad literature. <laughs> yeah. I'd, a lot of mustaches in that. Yeah. Also, yeah. the problem is like, so Charlie's a great guy, but he also is super bad in social situations. Not like that. He's yeah. just awkward. So it'd just be like, he would go to this party of dads and be like, I don't really want to be here. And then he would leave. So yeah, but maybe some of the other dads wouldn't want to be there either. So just like drink Rainier beer and like be quiet. Maybe they can go on a fishing trip or watch some football. <laughs> just shut up and drink. <laughs> shut up and drink your cheap beer. <laughs> All right, everybody. That is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week, 
We're going to be talking about Hocus Pocus. It's Allison Fields' Guilty Pleasure in our Halloween episode. So the classic 90s comedy Disney Channel movie Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler. It's super fun. Anyway, so join us for our Halloween episode next week. Hocus Pocus and Allison Fields. It's going to be super fun. If you have any feedback for us, go to facebook.com slash read and weep. Tell us what would be in your utopian novel. Tell us what you think about our relationship between mummies and whether or not you would buy the book. It's time for mummies! Exclamation point. Yeah, what, what else should we put in It's Time for money, Mummies? We're, uh, we're, we're crowdsourcing we'll the rest a Kickstarter of the <laughs> we, we should have a Kickstarter uh, for It's Time for Mummies. he has a pet mummy cat. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Oh, that um, would be adorable. A sassy pet m- mummy cat. Yeah. It's got Definitely some opinions. Some sass on her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also wrapped in bandages. Help us out. And if you're the kind of person who has anonymously sent us cover art for our previously made up projects, we would be fine seeing the cover for It's Time for Mummies <laughs> as a smoldering young adult fiction cover. I think you can make it work. Facebook.com slash reading weep. Also, uh, you can follow us. I'm at Alex Falcone on Twitter. Uh, thank you f- for being here at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. I have a new plug, actually, right now. Uh, all right. Is it a falafel bar? No, this is an entirely different thing. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Uh, so I'm trying to guilt my friend Brian into writing a book. Oh, uh, <laughs> so please go to brianwritebook.tumblr.com. <laughs> all right. Encourage Brian to write a Check book. Check it out. <laughs> all the classic Batman cartoon gifts you need. <laughs> now, d- d- yeah. Oh, it's .tumblr.com. And yeah. uh, is Brian B-R-Y-A-N? B-R-I-A-N. B-R-I-A-N. Writebook.tumblr. Brian, write book. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm for it. I, I'm convinced. Yeah. Brian, write book. Great. Brian, write book, guys. <laughs> awesome. And uh, at Kunkeltron, K-U-N-K-E-L-T-R-O-N, on Twitter. And I have a plug. I'm yeah, doing uh, directing a Christmas sketch show. Alex is one of the writers. Yes. I you're... will be at the Brody Theater in December. It's called A Nightmare on Elf Street. And Super it's good. a play off Arabian Nights. Santa has been taken hostage, and he must tell Christmas stories to stay alive. This is uh, <laughs> if you're in, if you're in the Portland area, definitely come see this Fridays and Saturdays in December at the Brody Theater. Uh, and we'll also have some some radio sketches that came out of that, and I'll let you know where you can find those for just to get a sneak peek, a preview, or a post view if you didn't get to see it. It is going to be super fun. It's super dark. Uh, yeah, find out why no one's talking about Killy the Christmas Demon anymore. You got to find out. Uh. Killy. <laughs> Let me guess. Subtly named Killy. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's going to be a great show. It is going to be a great show. I'm excited. Uh, excellent. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I hope me. that was fun. You did not read this yeah. before we made you, whereas you've read a lot of the stuff we read on yes. your own. <laughs> I've read deeply in this genre, so what do you I think feel about, equipped. What do you think of our mummy book? I think it sounds like, you know, the, the bandages as a metaphor for being afraid to have sex, I feel, would really work. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like the gloves in this book. Yeah, I think of it as like the water park t-shirt. Okay. That's how I'm picturing it. Like, <laughs> I could take this off while I water slide, but then people would see my belly. <laughs> Body image issues. Those are important in YA. I was fiction. having a conversation with some friends the other day who like to go to this nudist beach. And I like I don't I can't even imagine that like that's bottomless and swimming. I'm still have I still have trouble taking off a t-shirt to swim. So the idea of bottomless and swimming is even more ridiculous. <laughs> could you be on a nude beach? Could you be on a nude beach just wearing a t-shirt and then just be bottom naked? Is that okay? <laughs> that's your dystopian novel right there. Ooh, yeah, that is you gotta, dystopian. You got to cover up. You know, <sighs> melanoma is no joke. <laughs> also, I'm just a little embarrassed about my top half. Can we just like reverse our private parts in the future? Also, nope. <laughs> 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 That's it, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>